Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Taking Back the Narrative. It's been a while since I've made a podcast, but I'm back. And I am back with our original purpose of making this podcast. Talking about Colin Kaepernick and his narrative. We're taking it back. The president has used his platform in the highest seat in office to demonize and put down people of color. He has done this consistently since he's been president, since before he was president. He began his political career questioning the birthplace of the first black president of the United States. He's attacked consistently Barack Obama since Barack Obama came into the public eye. Since Barack Obama announced his presidency. Why Donald Trump has such a problem with people of color? Let's examine this. He's called Maxine Waters low IQ. He's called Rand, um, He's called LeBron James and Don Lemon dumb. He questions the intelligence of people of color all the time. And that is something that has always been done to people of color. It has always been said that we are inferior to white people to make it seem as though they are superior to us. They question our intelligence. That's why when I hear people say, why are you trying to sound white? Being educated is not white. Having proper English is not white. That is simply being educated. That has always been how they keep people of color down. Or how they attempt to keep people of color down. It's a domino effect. One person says it. And that's the way they refer to slaves. They claim that slaves didn't have feelings. They claim that they didn't have intelligence. So that is, to me, a trend that Donald Trump is still following. Questioning the intelligence and the IQ of people of color. Because they challenge him and the awful things that he's been doing throughout his career in politics, his political career. Colin Kaepernick is still not in the NFL. He's been blackballed because he started a protest, a silent protest, against police brutality. Let's not get it mistaken. Colin Kaepernick, and I will say it a thousand more times, has not protested the flag. He does not protest our armed forces. He does not protest against the country. He does not protest against America. This protest is plain and simple about police brutality. Getting a conversation started, and I feel he has achieved that, but Donald Trump is attempting to distort that. Colin Kaepernick's mission was to bring awareness to police brutality. Randy Moss wore a tie that had the names of all, a few victims of police brutality 
Tamir Rice, Freddie Gray, Alton Sterling, Sandra Bland, Michael Brown, Eric Garner, Walter Scott. These are all unarmed people who have been shot or killed in some way by the police. Donald Trump attempts to distort that by trying to change the narrative. We're taking back the narrative. There was a, on AM Joy, a commentator who made a comment that um, we shouldn't be hysterical because it's less than a thousand people shot by police. And out of that, he gave statistics on how many people were black um, as, as opposed to how many were white, how many were unarmed. You know, he gave all these statistics. And what bothered me the most about that comment was the fact that he said less than a thousand people were shot and killed. Why all the hysteria? Why not? One person being shot and killed unarmed by police is too one too many. We shouldn't wait until it's in our family, until it happens to us before we show outrage. We are doing what they say we never do. We are uniting as one. We are coming together as a community and we are voicing in a silent protest. We, we come together in solidarity to, to protest against police brutality. That's something that they say we don't do. But then when we do do, when we do come together, you have the president of the United States and other fellow Americans coming against us for standing in solidarity to fight against police brutality. This is, it's, it's, it's an epidemic that has always been a part of American culture. Police have always terrorized American America is founded on terrorizing people of color. People of color didn't put themselves on a cruise ship and come over to the United States to come work for free, to be abused, to be separated from their families. This is a long-standing tradition in this country, brutalizing and terrorizing people of color. People of color have always been treated less than simply because of our our colors of our, the color of our skin you think that just because slavery ended people's feelings changed they were all of a sudden not racist anymore you just have the charlottesville protest unite the right where heather Heyer, a young woman who came out in protest against unite the right where they spewed hateful words, Jews will not replace us. Those are things that the Nazi said against Jewish people. Now you have a whole group of young white males marching to keep Confederate flags from being taken down. And a young woman, Heather Heyer, lost her life because some Nazi drove into her drove into a crowd of people hate is deep rooted no the victims aren't always people of color they are people who stand with us like heather higher 
they have another rally that went on, I believe, yesterday, this weekend. I didn't check up on it because I didn't care to see the hateful rhetoric that they spew. But this is a deep-rooted situation in the United States. And to say that we imagine it, did you not see the protest of, of uh, Unite the Right? It hasn't gone anywhere. Hate for people of color has not gone anywhere. You have the president of the United States in the highest seat in the country, the highest office, using his platform to demonize Mexicans coming across the border seeking asylum, putting children in cages, separating families. I said this before, thousands of families have been separated at the border. Babies ripped from their mothers, parents sent to detention centers in one part of the country. And then you had others sent their children sent to other detention centers in another part of the country. They didn't keep a record to show where they were sending children. They've always demonized people of color and they've always treated people of color different. How do you take a child six months, seven months from their parent and not keep a record of where you sent that child? The, the government has actively kidnapped, and yes, I am saying kidnapped, thousands of children from their parents when they didn't keep a record federal government made a ruling the uh, uh, in california they made a ruling that the trump organization had to reunite all of these parents with their children do you think they made that happen for some yes but even one child still being separated from their parent is one too many this is an epidemic in our country Yes, I said our country because we are from this country. Back to Don Lemon and and LeBron James. LeBron James has done something amazing. He's created a school to assist at-risk students to be able to get free tuition, free food, different things, and... I don't understand how anyone can find something negative to say about that. But your president was able to do so. He claimed his words in his tweet, and and I wish he would stay off Twitter, but his words in his tweet was, LeBron James was just interviewed by the dumbest man on TV, Don Lemon. Don Lemon is a very intelligent man, but uh, yeah. He said, and I quote, uh, Don Lemon, uh, LeBron James was just interviewed by the dumbest man on TV, Don Lemon, who made LeBron James look smart, and that's not easy to do. That's terrible. You're the president of the United States, and you're using your platform to demonize our activists. But again, I say that is nothing new because they did the same thing to Martin Luther King. They did the same thing to Malcolm X. This has always been how America, American, certain people, racist, treat people of color who are standing up for other people of color who are using their platform to lend their voice 
to bring attention to something that is happening in this country that has always been happening that we want to stop. We want to be able to drive down the street without being harassed by the police. Now, if you've never experienced it, you would not understand. I have personally been in a position where I have had to sit on a curb, not, uh, I think I was seven months pregnant, sit on the curb, seven months pregnant, but no crime was committed. Talked down to by the police. I have a sister who at, I believe she was, uh, 18 at the time. She's very young. We were young. She was on her way to school and Police surrounded her, pointed guns at her. She told me that uh, one of the officers told her he was, even though she wasn't the right person, he was going to plant evidence on her to make her the person that they were looking for. So it was a mistaken identity. I've never seen my sister cry the way she was crying that day. So I've personally seen some of the things that happen when police abuse their position of power. We have personally seen what has happened when the president of the United States used his platform to abuse. He abuses his power using his platform to demonize people of color. They still question why Colin Kaepernick does not have a position in the NFL. He's better than a good portion of the quarterbacks who are currently in the NFL. EA Sports cut Colin Kaepernick's name from one of the songs that Big Sean is part of. They had to apologize and said they would redo the game and re-include his name. Why is Colin, Ka- Colin Kaepernick's name being cut from a song? If he's not, if he wasn't blackballed, why is his name being cut from the game? This is the America we live in. Racism still exists. Bigotry still exists. The president is using his platform to demonize people of color. Colin Kaepernick still doesn't have a position in the NFL for voicing, for lending his voice and using his platform to bring awareness to police brutality. All we want is for the community to have a better relationship with police officers they're here to protect and serve we don't want to hear more stories about a police officer seeing a cell phone or seeing someone moving in the wrong way we don't want to see a person running away from the police being shot in the back because that has happened several times more than once how does a person fleeing cause you damage cause you danger it they don't how does a cell phone make you fear for your life and then no one is being held accountable for their actions this is something that we want to fight against that we're going to continue to fight against we're going to continue to voice i am going to continue to voice it i am going to continue to try and take back the narrative this protest is going to continue it is continuing the nfl came up with a what they another rule for the nfl that they are no longer allowed to take a knee on the field 
if they want to protest, they have to stay in the locker room. They, they, can, they can opt to stay in the locker room. But, of course, Donald Trump is against that as well. So infringing on these players' right to protest, their First Amendment right to voice their disdain for what's going on in this country, Donald Trump is fighting against that as well. He's saying that they shouldn't be allowed to stay in the locker room either. They have to come out. They have to salute the flag. They have to sing the national anthem. That's a violation of their First Amendment right. And I hope that that gets taken care of. And I hope that the president continues to would stay out of this. He's using this battle in with the NFL. He's using that to cover up what's going on and to distract from what's going on with him and his crimes and him obstructing justice, him using uh, Russia, allowing Russia to help him become president. He wants to distract from that. We are not distracted. We see what you're doing. We see what's going on. And I hope that these news broadcasts continue to bring light to it. He's trying to make the media claiming they are the enemy of the state, putting more lives in danger for his own selfish purposes. We need him to be held accountable. This has been taking back the narrative. Let's do that. Let's take back the narrative. The protest is about police brutality. Thank you so much for listening.